everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And uh, oh gosh, I didn't look at the number. I don't know what episode this is. 173, 174. Who knows? I'm super excited to be doing this episode of the show for you because I think a lot of us are starting to work a little bit more than maybe we have in the past. Maybe we're dealing with some new stressors in our life, um, like little baby John walking around. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't stress me out at all. Um, and I just thought that maybe this would be a great podcast to let you identify parts of leadership that are stressful and then go from there and also have the ability to maybe calm yourself down, take the time. And it's interesting because if I sound a little drowsy, I just woke up from a nap. So I took my own advice. I woke up. I kind of felt like, I don't think so, you know? So from uh, one to two, I went ahead and, and got some sleep so that I did not end up being in a stressful situation. And so I want you to take the time to listen to this episode, take some notes. I think it'll be really good as we go through this season of our lives, some of us. Um, with that said, I actually have a question for you if you want to put in a story or DM me or whatever. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I feel like, um, you know, I was listening to one where I guess they're kind of at the beginning of their podcasting journey and they're telling a lot more of kind of their stories and things of that nature. And so I am actually wondering for you, obviously, these are trainings. These are me pouring into you. These are me giving you tips and tricks and things of that nature in order to be able to build, um, to build your business. And I was just wondering if you would like me to tell maybe more stories or reasons I do things the way I do, or maybe even just life updates occasionally on the podcast. Um, if that interests you, uh, just let me know if it does or if it doesn't, if it doesn't DM me also. So I should have thousands of DMS about this, but I just want to make sure I'm giving you all the content that you want. And this is a great way for me to be able to get some feedback, uh, from every single one of you individually and uh, move forward giving you all of the things, tips, tricks, etc., that you want. I also understand that a lot of you do not know my story because every single day we get hundreds of new listeners to the podcast. And so you can listen to episode one, but I would guess things have probably changed in my life since then. It's been a long time since I recorded episode one. And so maybe it's time for a sort of, hey, this is Jesse Lee podcast anyway. Either way, let me know what you think. And I hope you love this episode of the show on stress and how to manage it. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy. So today's training, I'm actually going to talk about stress because I feel like we're sort of hitting, um, you know, I don't want to say we're like hitting any kind of, we're not hitting a plateau. We're not hitting anything crazy. I just know that when we build and when you build a business, maybe bigger than some of you ever even thought that you could, there become new stressors. There become new responsibilities. There become, um, all of a sudden new things come into play, you know? And so with that, uh, and I think a lot of us are probably like I talked about on some champ zooms, maybe experiencing different things in our lives that stress us out. Uh, the stress of momentum in and of itself is a real thing. It puts strains and stresses on relationships and strains and stresses on friendships and strains and stresses on personal life, etc. And some people handle it really well. Some people don't handle it well. Um, you know, some team members of yours are like, I can't do it. Oh my God, I can't do it. And you're experiencing some of that. Uh, and so I just kind of want to coach and guide you through some of this stuff. Um, every single one of you is frozen for me. So I'm just going to keep talking. Um, don't try hand signals because I can't see you. Uh, you're going to have to text me or, uh, yeah, you're going to have to text me in order for me to know if, if I can or cannot hear you because I don't even know if the chat's even working. So at any rate, so, oh, my internet connection is now unstable. Okay, hold on a second. I'm going to switch to a different one that seems to be working okay, actually. Where, oh, okay, the free, I don't know. Hold on a second. This Wi-Fi is really bad. Terrible. <laughs> oh, don't you guys love when I'm a robot? Don't you just love it? Isn't it great? They're going to give me a hotspot. 
What can I say? Whatever. At any rate, I want to talk today about stress. <laughs> and maybe like we could talk about the stress of really crappy Wi-Fi. Maybe that'll be, be that. Um, oh my goodness. I really feel like, you know, it's just been a real thing here is uh, Spain has the worst internet on earth, I've decided. Uh, it's even worse than our Italian villa. I know. Like, let me cry in my Italian villa. Like, oh my God, I just need to shut up. I know. Okay. So um, I'm really excited to talk about this because I feel like a lot of us are going through a different season in our business. Maybe we have people on our teams that are stressing us out. Maybe we are stressing ourselves out. Maybe our relationships, friendships, etc. things you never thought would stress you out or stressing you out and so I want to first of all explain that this is normal this is actually the stress of leadership leadership carries a lot of weight leadership carries a lot of responsibility leadership is a verb you've heard me say that probably a million times before if you're somebody who's been part of the team for any length of time um, leadership is a verb it's something you do and so not everybody uh, is ready for that pressure not everybody can handle the stress and so I want to help kind of navigate you through that if that's where you currently are and then help you through that responsibility it's like I think sometimes we think okay leadership can't be that hard leadership can't be that hard leadership can't be that hard it'll be a piece of cake I'm going to be rank four, going to be rank five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, legend, whatever. And then you start to notice that as your responsibilities multiply, because that's what happens as you lead, you, at least if you're anything like me, um, you start to have worries. You start to have doubts. If that's you at all, you can put yes in the chat. You start to feel the different um, pressures and weights of responsibility, because that's a very real thing. And you start to notice as you move up in your organization, the requirements that actually take for leading an organization, right? It's like your your stress goes in this direction and this direction, right? You end up having so many new things um, horizontally and vertically in your life where you're just kind of like, wow, this is a lot. This is a lot. Um, not to mention your home life. Some of you are having, you know, maybe health issues at home or you're having personal health issues or you're having, um, you know, family issues or you're having, I don't know what's going on. I know everybody's got stuff going on, okay? And so I want you to think about that as I go through this because I understand in leadership and in life, there's never a shortage of fires to put out. There's never a shortage of prospects to follow up with, opportunities to pursue, team members to motivate, customers to acquire, new puppies, right? And it's interesting because as you move up in leadership, some of the bigger leaders on here will know exactly what I'm talking about. It's almost like people's empathy completely disappears. Anybody ever notice that? That's a big stressor is that people start seeing you almost as superhuman and you're like, hold on a second. I am still human. You've just given me more responsibility. I'm still human. Okay. And then it's like, no, oh my gosh, you're the rank eight. You're supposed to be like, you're supposed to be Mrs. and Mr. Perfect or rank seven or rank six or whatever it is. And so, um, that in and of itself can be a stressor. And I just want to take the time to acknowledge that because I know some of you are certainly going through it. Even if you're rank three on here, you're probably probably going through some of that if I could guess. And so, um, you know, there's that, then there's, we've got to build online and we've got to build in person and we've got to build on the phone and we've got to be charismatic and we've got to be, uh, the spotlight's always got to be on and we've always got to be positive. It's like, oh my God, can somebody give me a freaking break just for a second? Like, can somebody give me a freaking break? Okay. Um, and then you turn into the whole, like, oh my gosh, am I blaming, shaming, justifying? What is this pressure? Am I, do I have unavoidable stress? And so I will tell you that, there's a couple of things, right? I will tell you that I think that you can choose to publicly acknowledge your stress. 
um, at the risk of perhaps, um, how can I explain this? Uh, at the risk of maybe almost conveying instability, but you're not unstable, right? And then you could also be the person who's like, oh, I'll just compartmentalize it, right? Like this is just business and then this is just personal life and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like impossible because you can't draw clear lines in network marketing between home and work settings or reason and emotion, okay? And then you end up having suppressed emotions because you're doing this unhealthy compartmentalization of your life, okay? And then all of this bubbles up and surfaces and then everything explodes. And so I don't know if any of you have ever experienced that or if you're like, oh my God, I'm so thankful she's speaking to me today. Like, how did she know I needed to hear this? I don't know, guys. This is just how my brain works. I went, I know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about stress. I'm going to get on this Zoom and I'm going to talk about stress, okay? Because there are so many things going on in the, in, in the world, in our team, in, in network marketing. I just, I don't know. So I actually think the solution is a bit of both. Almost like the acknowledgement that stress is a real thing and let your close inner circle be the release, okay? So there are, there. I have this group, it's, you know, there's a couple people, it's actually just a local group because I, there's definitely some of you I would add to it if it weren't a local group, but they had to do some like maybe sort of things for me that I couldn't do, so I made a local group and I straight up just used savage emojis. Like I didn't even put a title on it that is like, Texas crew that will help me with trash removal. Okay, no, like I put like an ax, I put like a peace sign. I got really aggressive, okay? And sometimes, I mean, none of you could possibly have any idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but I'm saying that because I was like, you know what? I'm acknowledging the stressors in my life, but I'm going to keep it in a small group. I'm not gonna go publicly on Facebook or Instagram and just do this unleashing of whatever, uh, because I think that makes people think that you're just totally mentally unstable. Um, and then maybe you go to your business mentor with it as well. Right. And then at the same time, like I said, in some moments, maybe where you're stuck in a meeting or you're stuck in a conversation or, or you're stuck on a plane or something like that in those moments, maybe temporary compartmentalization can help. Right. But I just want you to know that, that, that every single one of you will go through, if you're not right now, you will go through a tense situation. You will be in the thick of it. And so there are some ways that I want to help you manage the stress specifically of leadership because you could have gone full-blown redneck. I should have added Leslie to the group. What was I thinking? I could have put a gun in the, uh, in my opinion, in the, in the little chat thing. Who knows? Okay. Uh, but I didn't, because Leslie's got to get a little redneck up on here. I love it. Okay. So the first thing I kind of already gave you a tip on, which is just acknowledge your stress to trusted friends and family. Okay. You don't need to tell your team about everything crazy going on in your life. They can know generalizations. They're not stupid. They can feel energy. They know what's up, but you don't need to, um, to make the big posts. You don't need to go live about a situation. You don't need to, um, you know, go on a training like last night in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and be like, okay, here we go. Here's a situation. Like, I don't, I don't know how that actually is conducive to, uh, to handling and managing stress. I think it's if anything, you stress other people out because they start to worry, oh my gosh, is something wrong with my leader? And so having that first, first of all. The second thing is I want you to have um, a regular discussion with somebody who is maybe a mentor of yours, somebody that you view uh, as being somebody who has a lot of wisdom, somebody who you view as being patient, as maybe going through it. For me, a lot of the time I like to uh, talk to people about situations when I don't know what to do, when it's something they've been through. 
And so if you're going through a situation, like I'll tell you right now, yesterday I had to message, when I stop recording, I can give you a little bit of update on this, but um, I had to, I messaged Lisa about something. I said, what do I do in a situation like this? Do I take legal action? Do I um, make like, do I have to make a post? Do I do things privately? Do I hire a lawyer? Like, what do I actually need to do? Have you, you've probably been through something like this in your 32 years of experience. I need a little bit of wisdom here from someone who's probably been deeply betrayed as well um, at some point in their life. And she, of course, had wisdom. I didn't need to go to somebody who's never experienced it before and ask for advice from somebody who has no idea how to go through the situation. So a lot of the time, when I don't know what to do and it involves network marketing, I go, hmm, what would Lisa and Curtis do? And I message them right? And so I want you to think about that from the perspective of all of us have people who have probably gone through that minefield in some situation. This isn't even just a business thing, but in some situations, certainly in leadership, think, oh my gosh, have, have, have my leaders been through this? Can I get some advice from my leaders on this? And then if the answer is yes, then get the wisdom from them, okay? And discuss your stress with them, right? Discuss what's going on with them. I saw somebody say it in the chat, but yes, always complain up. Okay, so for me, it's like I'm not going to go to any of you to get I mean, like, it's just not appropriate, right? I like to go. I like to go up in business situations. I like to go up, 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 up so that I'm not tearing apart the downline. Right. Um, And I like to make sure that I'm asking guidance on how to minimize situations. I want to know their personal experiences. I want to use those as an incredible asset as I as as I navigate uh, successful leadership or successful maybe issues that are going on in my life. I love this. Katie's always my sounding board. I always go to sit anytime I any time I need advice on posting about addiction because I want to make sure it's not offensive. This is perfect. This is perfect. Always going to people for things like that. The next thing is like, this is maybe obvious as well, but pick an activity that helps you expend stressful energy. You know, make it a priority, engage and engage in it regularly. And so as an example, like I love that uh, I love planning trips. I know you know this. And so for me, it was really hard when I had to cancel Hawaii in March and I could feel myself getting more and 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 more stressed because I wasn't traveling and traveling is just kind of my soul food. And so I was feeling really anxious about this because for me, when I have a trip that's planned out on days that I am extremely stressed in my leadership, in my business, in my world, I can go, okay, this is the current situation, but what's going to happen in the long run is it doesn't really matter. In the long run, in six weeks, I have a trip booked to Maui or whatever it is. And so um, as stuff just really started to boil and go crazy, I'll just be totally honest with you in this situation. um, You know, I could have waited to go to Italy, let's be honest about it, but mentally I couldn't like I couldn't wait any longer I had to get out like the toxicity walls were closing in and so I messaged prove it this is just this is honest and I said I need a letter I need a letter I need to go on tour I need a legal letter that says I have to enter the continent of Europe uh, and I'm going to build the business I need it from the legal team here um, in our international and in our international team and so uh, that's a, that's just the truth I could not last any longer and so I love 
love. I see, you know, Melissa Hartman is somebody, her family always plans trip to, trips to the beach because when she gets near water, that ends up being her reprieve, right? And so I want you to think, what is it for you? It doesn't have to be travel, but for me, a lot of the time it is travel. A lot of the time for me, it is picking activities that expend the stressful energy. For me, obviously it's working out. It's the gym. I uh, uh, It expends so much stressful energy for me when I do that. Uh, and obviously it's really hard to do. I know, Kenny. <laughs> Don't, I will cry again. I cried so hard leaving Italy. It's like not even, it was like, I don't It's crazy, but, but it, it expends that stressful energy out of me. And so even here in Spain, I'm, I'm not stressed at all right now. I feel great. Oops. Unstable internet again. Um, I'm not stressed at all in Spain, but I'm excited because I'm still going to have the opportunity tomorrow to work out. Um, for some of you, maybe it's dancing. For some of you, maybe it's going out with friends. I like that Annalise says it's the Peloton for her, what the beach time, etc. Um, I love all of that. I think a lot of you need to maybe find a hobby. Uh, and maybe you can write that down as something that can be on your to-do list. One of the things I told Courtney when I got here and I played tennis for the first time ever is I said, uh, I really want us to find a tennis club for when I get back to to Dallas because that was really fun. I ran around for hours. I didn't even realize how long it had been. I had so much fun um, and I want to I want to spend more time doing that. I ended up having a huge stress relief from doing that and so I want to take more opportunities to do things like that, to have the stress relief, to have the things that just make me uh, decompress a little bit and so I want all of you to find those activities and not let the stress run your business. If you need to take breaks during your day to decompress press, do so. I feel like I say this on every single Zoom. I want you almost to schedule these breaks. I want you to schedule time for yourselves. I want you to put that in your calendar. We've talked about calendars a lot on these Zooms. Get out your Google calendar and put in there the hour that you do nothing if that's something you need to do. I don't know. Watch Tiger King. I don't even know if that's relevant anymore. Okay. But put things in your schedule to just chill out. This is important. Otherwise, stress runs your business. And if stress is running your business, then stress is running your life. If stress is running your life, it's actually ruining your business. It's not running your life. I don't know what the artful agenda is. I feel like I need to get a DM about that. That would be great. Okay, so somebody DM me about that. I think I missed it. Okay. The next thing is that for me, and this is just kind of what I also said, is I like to schedule blocks of time. Okay, I really like um, schedules. And so the Spaniards and the Italians do not know anything about time management. I have taught them, I don't know how many trainings I've done on time management while I'm here. It goes in one ear, falls out the other side of their head. They don't listen. Okay, they don't know how to read a calendar. They are completely unable to follow alarms. They say that they will be somewhere at 10 o'clock. That is right around three in the afternoon is when they arrive. Um, They say the meeting starts at five. That's more like nine. Uh, Last night, I was supposed to be completely done training by 10.30 p.m. And uh, we ended at 12.45 a.m. It is worse than Hawaii. Okay, thank you. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It is next level uh, and it is driving me crazy. So as an example, to get on this Zoom, they were supposed to be here at five o'clock on the dot to give me my laptop well at 7 7 p.m they come running Ooh, skateboard hello 
they come running, running, sprinting down the side of this opera house because they are nowhere to be found. So they are two hours and seven minutes late to give me my laptop. So this is what's been going on for me. Like that is the one, if there's one reason I want to go home, it is probably because the lack of scheduling is crazy, crazy. Okay, like I am actually gonna like pop a vein out of my neck. Okay, it is driving me cuckoo, okay? But aside from that, no stress, okay? Okay, that's all that's going on over here in case you're wondering, all right? But um, I would make sure you schedule that time in there. So like I'm supposed to go train with somebody tomorrow. I told the girl who scheduled it, I said, you need to lie to them. You need to tell them if it's at 10 o'clock, you need to tell them it's at eight o'clock. Um, you need to just start lying about the schedule. The schedule needs to be lied about. That is basically what's going on over here in Italy is we are having to lie to people. And I learned that after 40 days, 40 days, it took me to say, just lie, just tell lies to them. They won't know the difference and they'll be so proud of themselves for showing up on time. Okay. So just tell lies okay and I mean here's the thing is that those missteps we make those momentary failures that give us a lot of stress end up being learning experiences so maybe not only okay what did I learn from this maybe what did I learn and how can I apply this in my work moving forward will help you with that stress that often follows mistakes. So when you have the mistakes, which are actually really normal, like it's normal to have mistakes, it's normal to be stressed out, it's normal to have these moments, what are the actual lessons that you learned from it and what actions can you take through the mistakes? And then just return to that vision and mission statements that we have for our businesses often. Remind yourself why you're in this business. Remind yourself why you love helping people. Remind yourself why you why you mentor people. Remind yourself why you recruit people. Remind yourself what you want to accomplish so you can re-energize yourself for the challenging times ahead. Because so many people, and I'm noticing this in Spain, it's a very young group in Spain, They don't know why they're doing this, right? They sign up because their friend says, oh my gosh, we're going to have someone, we're going to da-da-da. But they don't really know why they're doing it. And so I want to remind all of you, especially as you grow, when you start going through stressful situations, why are we here? What is the legacy that we want to create? Because honestly, the time thing is kind of not that big of a deal because it's just their culture. And so I remind myself how many times in my past I said, I want to build an international team. I want to become part of all these other cultures. I want to be translated into tons of languages all over the globe. Uh, you know, like all of these different things that I've been saying that my first vision board from 2011 had Italy on it, you know, like things like that. I've been praying for this for so long that it's hard for me to actually be stressed out about it because I remember what the big vision is. I remember what the purpose is behind all of this. I remember why I actually show up the way that I show up. And then it's okay when I, when people want to hang out and do something fun and I say, I'm so sorry, uh, but I'm not actually sorry. I have a training, you know, or, uh, okay, you guys go do whatever, walk around Valencia, do your thing. Um, I'm going to sit at the opera house and I'm going to do the meeting. I mean, it's, it's not a bad view, so it's not that serious. You know, it's whatever. It's better than sitting. Uh, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really sit anywhere ugly, so I don't really have anything negative to say, but I mean, it's better than sitting, I guess at a, it's better than sitting in a toilet. Oh, that's better. It's better than sitting in a toilet and doing toilet training. Okay, we're moving on up in the world. Uh, but remembering what the bigger picture is uh, for what you are doing. Actually, that bathroom's not that bad. That's a really cool building. That building has been there since like 17 something. Isn't that cool? Like it's, a, it's in the 1700s, like with these like really fancy like stone floors. I don't know. It actually wasn't that bad. But uh, sitting in the toilet, you know, this is actually, I'll show you. It's a better view. This is a better view than the toilet, okay? Like I'm not going to lie about it, all right? So we got a better view than the toilet. Okay. 
So, uh, I know, I know, it's, it's a better view. <laughs> the toilet is a little bit worse than this, okay? So, we're going to go through high-stress situations that are going to cause our cortisol levels to skyrocket, even for those of us who feel like we are super seasoned in business. And for some people, you know, obviously not for us in this business, but in, uh, in, other, in other kinds of businesses, like COVID-19 has been debilitating, right? It has been extremely triggering for people. They're laying people off for the first time in God knows how many years. We're so blessed to have businesses that can last uh, no matter where we are. We're so lucky to have businesses that can go all around the globe and we can train and travel and do the actual most this is so not normal and I think sometimes we need to remember how lucky and how blessed we are and so I want you to think about this because a lot of people in the world that are really strong leaders are actually stuck and they're not sure how they're going to manage. They still don't know how they're going to pivot. They still feel like there's a big mountain in front of them. And for a lot of people right now, it's very scary. If COVID is coming back, you know, or, or resurfacing or whatever is going on right now with COVID, like there's a lot of people who are terrified because shutdowns are happening again. Australia is yet again shut down. Like what's shutting down next? I don't know. Is Texas going to shut down again? They shut down bars, but are they going to shut down again? I don't know. Is America going to shut down? They shut down the borders to Europe. You can't come into Europe anymore if you're American, except for me, because I have the special, they stamp me on the forehead. It's like UV, so you can't see it, but it says, let Jesse Lee in. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, so, um, all, everything's closed, right? So all these people can't go anywhere. Uh, and, and for us, it doesn't matter for our businesses it doesn't matter quite frankly i i'm not even gonna lie i have this like secret wish that italy shuts down again because the italians were so focused when they were in covid just honestly like kenny's on here agatha's on here she'll tell you like they were working around the clock because they couldn't party and Italians love to party. So they were on Zooms all day, every day. They were so crazy focused. And as soon as their country started opening up again, it was, oh, oh my God, let's go. So for me, I'm kind of like, where are the blessings and actually what we have? And, and in these kinds of crazy circumstances, there are two types of leaders, right? There are the leaders who turn around and walk away. And then there are the leaders who like put on their boots and like get it pushing, right? And so who's going to be more successful if COVID actually does strike again, right? Or whatever. Okay, who's going to be successful? It's going to be those of us who, handed, who handle and manage the stressful situations as they are. And so I know it can be difficult to keep your cool, right? I know it can be difficult uh, to go through what might be a global recession, right? I know it can be difficult to be trapped in your house again. Um, and it's interesting though, somebody was talking today to me and they were saying, you know, COVID changed the world. Like I have a really big appreciation for it. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, it just caused people to actually pay attention to what matters to them. It caused people to pay attention to relationships that they actually wanted to keep around in their lives, whether that's friendships, whether that's marriages, whether that's whatever. Um, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I remember I did a podcast a long time ago about situationships, and I think it exposed a lot of people that are in situationships. They're super comfortable, uh, and then it got really uncomfortable when they're trapped in the four walls of a home, and they go, hold on a second. This cannot be my life. You know, you're watching people that are 70 years old be like, bye, like literally dope. I've still got 30 years to go. Like I could not be with you anymore. Um, and so those situationships, yes, situationships, like you're in a relationship, but it's really just situational, right? You're just comfortable. Uh, people, uh, I said, you know what? It is changing the world. The world is cleaner. The, 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 the water everywhere that I've seen is crystal clear. It's crazy. I was at this, this beautiful lake, Largo da Garda, um, or Lago da Gardo, however you say it, in Italy. And it was like so clean and blue and all the 
Italians kept saying, I've never seen the lake like this. I've never seen the lake like this. I've never seen the lake like this. And it's just changing. You know, Venice, they say the, the canals are all clear. You see so many just global changes that are happening in a positive way for this. And so I want you, um, I want you to see the beauty and everything that's actually going on in the world, right? Put on the hiking boots and begin the climb. If, if, if your life gets super stressful, okay, you know what, who do you think is going to be more successful? The person that, uh, you know, uh, crunches down and gets super scared and nervous and doesn't keep their cool or the person who weathers the storm, right? And I've been talking a lot about emotional intelligence lately anyway. I know it's difficult to keep your cool. I know like the amount that I want to clap back right now. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I want to like, I want to get one of those little hand slappers when you're a kid. It's like, you know, like that is the kind of clap. Like I am, I really, uh, the amount of biting my tongue and keeping my cool is just you just have to, right? You just have to, you have to be the bigger person. Sometimes you have to. And so, um, I will tell you that if you are currently in a situation right now, which you might be in your business, there's some things you should never do. Number one, being focused on the negative. And I understand that in a lot of businesses, a lot of things can go wrong. A lot of stuff can go wrong in our business. Shipping can go crazy. Um, if you don't already know this, a huge, huge, huge batch of mango tango did not pass quality control. Huge batch huge okay like already sold huge batch and I'm like are you freaking kidding me how is this possible a little piss about it okay and I don't feel like the world is closing in on me or anything about mango tango but I was a little hot about it okay because I don't know where have my 10 uh Courtney have my 10 boxes arrived yet or am I part of the mango tango crisis of 2020 I don't know they better show up because I literally ordered instantly so I'm gonna stage a coup if my mango tango does not arrive but anyway like we all are going to go through situations, okay? We're all going to have things like this. And I just don't want any of you to focus on the negative because it's like I said on our Zoom last night. What did I say? I said negativity and failures are BFFs. Negativity negativity and failure are BFFs. Let's not be BFFs with the failures, okay? I don't want you to focus on that negative. Stay out of the negative spiral. Um, and again, I mean, maybe it's because I'm in Italy and so I'm going to use it as an example again. There were leaders doing Zoom calls about a television show that never even happened. Like full Italy Zooms about, oh my gosh, there's going to be this television show that's going to come on and it's going to ruin our business and it's going to la And I said, are you serious? Like I find out after about it after because of course they didn't want to tell me probably because they knew it was a stupid thing to do. Okay. And like, I'm like, I'm like, how much time did you waste? Not only did like, it, people literally didn't build for five full days because they sat around waiting for a TV show to happen that never happened. You literally prepared people for something that never even happened because you focused on the negative. And it's just an example because it's in my mind right now, but I want you to think about things like that. How many of us focus on those things and we let these crises take over our lives? We have to stop it, okay? And make sure you're taking, you know, know, if you're in the middle of a crisis, if you're in the middle of whatever, don't sit around and take your time. 
Okay, this is not the time to dawdle. Okay, like if you find out that your customer is not getting mango tango, don't sit around. Decisions need to be made and made quickly. Okay, made and made quickly. Have the conversations right away, right? I think this is so important. Quite frankly, the reason I came to Europe and spent so much time is because I knew I needed to get in the market right away to make critical decisions, to help people grow, to get in front of people as they were in the middle of a shipping crisis. Okay, because I personally didn't understand necessarily the market, I didn't understand the way. Way that they build per se because I wasn't here and it is different they do build differently they are culturally a little bit different okay and so instead of sitting around at home I said I've got to get on a plane I need to get on a plane anyway to manage my state but I need to make sure things are working in my favor I need to make sure that these people keep confidence in myself as their leader um, and, and and some of you need to make sure you're making tough decisions faster I don't know exactly what's going on in everybody's business in here but I'm sure some of you are dealing with some drama okay because you know as you start to grow your team sometimes you get a little bit of drama okay make the tough decision make the tough decision quicker right even when it's hard when your gut and your intuition is pulling you towards something and telling you what to do I want you and I give you permission to make the call faster because that's what we signed up for right the longer you wait to make the call whether it's um, you know a call like I'm sorry I've got to remove you from everything you're, you, the way you're speaking in the chat is just extremely unacceptable or maybe it's um, I'm sorry I've got to make this call but I mean whatever it is your business can suffer or cease to exist if you don't handle those tough situations and so make the tough decision make the tough call you're you stepped into a leadership role leadership is not always easy leadership a lot of the time is not the fun stuff it can look like the glamour it can look like the trips around the world it can look like whatever I promise you the amount of conversations I've had to have one-on-one with people even while I'm here they're great like these are amazing people these are great leaders it's not a negative conversation but sometimes you have to have those courageous conversations with people when you don't want to and this isn't anything if you've got a situation in your life that is stressing you out I want you to actually think about that and think about if you keep on delaying it what is the actual damage that will be caused obviously I'm personally dealing with that right now I'm in the wake of it right now where I'm like oh my god right what was I thinking okay but this is what you do you live and you learn don't take your time sitting around and certainly um, don't be ashamed right make sure you're having um, the opportunity to build with transparency. Make sure you are somebody who is trying to turn their business around by being open and honest. Something I really enjoy about our company in general, like when stuff goes crazy, when stuff goes awry, I feel like our company and especially our team actually gains loyalty from clients, loyalty from team members when the honesty comes out, when it's not sweeping stuff under the rug, when it's not, oh, you know, well, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Like I like knowing what's actually happening happening. I don't want to be a spin doctor. I don't want to know um, all the good rainbow and sunshine stuff. I need to know the information so that I can actually lead through it. And maybe you're somebody who agrees with me on that where you're like, yes, tell me the ugly truth so I can lead through it. Because otherwise I find it to be very hard to stay calm, right? When you're with a company or a leader or somebody who almost, I don't want to use the word lies, but somebody who's not transparent, somebody who's not open, somebody who's not honest, somebody who's not going to actually lead through a situation, you actually start to derail the progress you probably made somewhere because people uh, people do not know that they can trust you. People do not feel like they can come to you with things. People do not feel, uh, they don't feel comfortable with you. Shadow boxing, I like that. I don't really know exactly what that is, but that sounds like what I'm talking about. And so yes, shadow boxing. We don't want to do shadow boxing, okay? Uh, but, but I'm just telling you the stressors that actually come with when you, um, I remember when I was a little girl, my mom said something like this to me. She said, 
you know, never lie to people because if you lie to people, then you have to remember the lies you told to numerous people. Did your parents ever tell you this? Like if you lie and you tell Megan a lie and then you tell B a different lie and then I tell Bree a different lie, then when I'm talking to the three of them, I have to try to remember three different stories and remember who I told what to. This is the same in leadership. If you would just tell me shipping's delayed, I can navigate it. If you would tell me that Mango Tango had a whatever, I can navigate it. If you can tell me, okay, we're having a computer issue, I can navigate it. If you tell me, okay, the system is acting crazy, I can navigate it. In any of those stressors, whatever that is, you know, those different things, we can lead through them, but it's really hard to lead through stressful situations like that when you only have half the information. And so I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. Um, I love this. Oh, Tyrion Lannister. Oh my God. Game of Thrones. How is that show over my heart? That is my show. That is my jam. I am depresso. Oh, look, they're taking a group photo without me. I've just been officially betrayed by the Spaniards. I would just like to say betrayal runs deep friends. Oh my God. (laughs) All right. And it, It doesn't matter how calm and easygoing you might seem like you are sometimes because sometimes stress can creep up on you. And so I want to spend the next couple of minutes just giving you some ideas and some tips that uh, can maybe lower your stress. That can maybe, is is the sound okay? Is it okay for everybody? Because you're all frozen. If somebody wants to type, okay, it's okay. All right, good. Um, but, but I want to give you some ways that you can actually work through your stress that maybe you can stay and remain calm as things start to, uh, start to maybe bubble up a little bit for some of you, right? Because guys, it's not going to be perfect. That's what we have to lead through. And, um, I actually had, this is, so yesterday, (laughs) yesterday I had to jump into some deep breathing really fast because I was like doing the teeter totter on the edge of like Jesse Lee's about to snap city. Uh, not on anyone here. I was just like accumulation kind of thing, right? I was like at that like like I could feel could feel the tension building and I went wow okay I literally need to deep breathe for a minute here and so I took the time to just deep breathe for like 10 minutes I just slowed my roll and I was like calm yourself down you are so stressed in like different areas of your life right now just remember to breathe and so my first thing is I just want all of you to remember to breathe my favorite is three five four where I literally breathe in for three seconds three long breaths or like and then I hold for five seconds five long seconds and then I exhale for four over and over and over and over again like I don't know five minutes ten minutes um it calms everything down. I literally can feel my heartbeat slow down when I'm like that. Uh, cause I don't like to be the person who clenches my jaw in the middle of the day and is like about to snap on somebody. It doesn't feel good. Um, I already said this, but I would, hi baby John. Here do you look, John doesn't betray me. John, you're wonderful. Look at, look at Tommy's son. Everybody. Oh yeah. See, this is what happens. You take a group photo without me and John runs away. This is what you deserve. This is what you get. This is what you get. You betray me with a group photo. Your son runs away. Yep, he runs right to me. That's right. Good boy, John. Okay, the next thing, like I said, is just get a, get a hobby. Enjoy yourself a hobby, right? Um, so, you know, for me, obviously, like I said, I'm going to take up some tennis, but I love working out. I love travel. I love all these things. Get a massage. Go to the spa. Um, take a bath if you need to. Go on a hike. Something that I have done so much here, and it just slows me down, and I love it, is I've gotten way, way back into journaling again. 
it's been years since I've journaled regularly. And I have to tell you, uh, taking that 10 minutes out of my day to just really brain dump, not just write gratitude because I've been writing gratitude for um, a long time now, but taking time to not only write gratitude, but also dump my brain has been massive. Um, Taking time to text something funny to family and friends will release some stress. Um, Taking time to write down a list of things that make you happy. Do that, right? Write down the list of things. Maybe right now that make you happy so you know, so you can go back to it. Uh, Maybe you spend some time with loved ones, even if that's just virtually, right? Can you get on a Zoom? Uh, Something that really slowed down my brain one day. We were in a super stressful, oh my God, it's like the Italians every time, super stressful Italian situation, maybe two and a half, three months ago. And um, we just said, hey, you know, let's let's just get on a Zoom. It was like one o'clock in the morning in Italy. And it was just... um, it was uh, Michaela, Luna, or Luna, oh my God. Look, Michaela, Luca, Tommy, and then we got Sasha on. And literally all we did was we sat and we just like, sh- we just like were stupid for two hours. So can you do that? You know, can you not just do a working Zoom? Can you just do like a chatting Zoom? You know, I don't know. Cook, there, see, John's visiting again. Um, can you can you just spend some time with people that, that make you feel happy? I think sometimes we need to do that. And so we were on there just giggling and looking up villas to possibly rent when I came here. And we were just, we were having a ton of fun together. And so be human and spend the time with the people who make you feel happy, I think is really important. Some of you need to take a nap. Some of you need to remember times when you've overcome obstacles. Some of you need to organize your space to de-stress a little bit. Uh, Some of you need to stop and drink a cup of tea. That's like a Luna right there, of course, right? Um, Something I like to do a lot of the time is take time to actually, so I buy a gift a lot of the time when I'm stressed, I know that might sound weird, not for myself. Um, a lot of the times I'll buy a gift. I'll go and be like, oh my God, who can I buy a gift for? Like, let me go. Da, 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 and then I'll get on Amazon. I'll buy a gift from somebody. I'll send a gift to you. Um, or I'll write a thank you card just because it slows my brain down. Uh, for me, I, I think you know this about me. Church is so grounding for me. It is one of the most calming things I do. Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm guessing churches are probably closed again, which makes me really pissed off. But anyway, I love church because I get so, so grounded and calm down and deep stressed when I go. Um, Some of you can maybe think of memories or people that bring joy into your life. Maybe you can take that time to put the time in your calendar, like I said, to watch a stupid TV show or do something or whatever that makes you happy. Our church is closed, Jen. Are they closed again for real? Like I'm literally, this is too much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Make a list of things you're grateful for. Okay. Maybe you stop and you stretch. Okay. Um, something I do a lot. I know you see, but I'm a big fan of yoga. Okay. I love to just stop and stretch and just move my body a little bit. Uh, some of you, I know this got really popular a couple of years ago, but those coloring books, maybe you get creative. Maybe you draw, maybe you paint, maybe you get those adult, uh, adult coloring books. Maybe you cook a meal you love right? Maybe you stop eating keto for a meal because you're stressed out, right? Maybe you read a book. Maybe you listen to music. Maybe you stop and you say, you look in a mirror and you do Jenny's thing where she writes all the words on the mirror. I am beautiful. I'm amazing. I'm sexy. I'm smart. I'm talented. I'm a millionaire, whatever it is. Can you speak kindly to yourself? Can you plan out your next goal that you're going to conquer once the stress waves away from you, right? Can you go find somewhere new in your city you've never been? Like, I really want to do, like, I I don't, I've, I mean, I self-quarantine 
quarantine myself anyway. And if Italy's taught me anything, it's like, Jesse Lee, oh my God, go out, go out. Like you move, you move to a place that you love. You love Texas. Go walk and find places in Frisco. Go drive and find, go explore a new place in your city. I go to the same freaking restaurants all the time. Go find somewhere new, right? Um, spending time with your animals. Like I can't wait for some Kumba cuddles and some Wookie cuddles. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, my babies, my babies, my babies. I can't wait, I can't wait exercise obviously you know go do something fun go take a class somewhere take a dance class take a tennis class take a take a hair class take a makeup class take a pottery class I don't know go do things that de-stress you um something I definitely kind of learned here is maybe do less work (laughs) I know I I mean it's very weird coming from me um I've still been working a lot but I, I I observe them and it's not that much work. There's not a whole lot of work going on, right? And there's a lot of results. And so it kind of makes me wonder, you know, maybe consider doing a little less work. No, they are not workaholics, Chris. That is absolutely inaccurate. The lack, the lack of work is what I'm talking about. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's just when they do work, I guess they get a lot done in, in those couple of minutes. But the rest of us, I think we get ourselves stressed out because we work, 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 work. Um, practice using the word no. Okay. No is a complete sentence. You don't need to explain yourself. Okay. Try getting a full night's sleep. Uh, volunteer is something I want to do a lot more because every time I ever volunteer, it is one of the most, oh, it is one of the most calming things I do. I love volunteering. I love going to a grocery store and filling up carts. I love filling up carts of food. And then I love going and dropping it off at food, like food banks. I'm obsessed with that. I love giving. I love giving. I love giving. I love giving. Um, Get in your car. Like, turn off the Zoom. Get in your car. Put the roof down if you have a convertible. If you don't put the windows down, go drive somewhere fast with really loud music and sing at the top of your lungs. Like, go do your thing, okay? Uh, Maybe go in for a hug. Like, somebody was like, somebody called me the girl with the tight hugs and some, some other stuff, too. But I was like, yeah hello I like to hug I like to hug like big tight big mushy like attack hugs if you've ever had a Jesse Lee hug you know exactly what I'm talking about um I like to hug I like to be that person I like to get all all smushy mushy okay but hug somebody you love hug somebody that gives you good energy um you know maybe ask for help maybe plan a trip with your friends even though we're a little bit quarantined like I don't know maybe you uh maybe you Maybe you take like an illegal trip to Texas and you visit. I don't know. Um, Jenny, well, I did. I thought that you were not going to be a baby mama. Okay. I didn't know that you were going to be the baby mama when we met. So I didn't mean to be rude. Okay. All right. But I was not sure about you. You looked like a ho-fo show and I couldn't believe it. I said, look at her with her big butt. What's she doing at my, my lunch? My lunch with my Joshua. Oh my God. I was being protective. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Forgive me. Forgive me. Okay. Um, but plan a trip maybe with your friends, even if it's a staycation, like maybe you can rent a room at like we have a you know well my house is really nice obviously but like I don't know if I, I didn't have a really nice house that everybody could stay at maybe I would say hey let's go rent a uh Let's rent a room at like the Gaylord or something, you know, somewhere at a fun hotel with like water slides or I don't know, something like that. Okay. Uh, maybe you stop skipping meals. That might sound weird, but get yourself in a routine. Maybe you need to rest a little. Maybe you need to get a mentor. Maybe you need to stop looking at so many screens and you need to forest bathe like the Japanese. That's a real thing. Do you guys know that the Japanese literally get prescribed by their doctor to go into forests and bathe? Like, not actually bathe. They're supposed to, like, get naked and go into forests and be one with nature. This is, like, a Japanese thing. Isn't that so cool? 
I'm like, I want to find a forest and bathe. Okay. I mean, I feel like Melly could really do it in Hawaii for sure. Okay. But like the rest of us, I don't know. Like don't, don't forest bathe in your backyard with like six trees. Okay. <laughs> all right. Maybe not the best idea, but, uh, some of you maybe live in enough nature to actually forest bathe. All right. Maybe go to, go to a comedy show or find a comedy special on Netflix or something and watch it. Right. Uh, go make yourself laugh. Find something that makes you, makes you, makes you have fun. Right. Go find a schedule, stick to your schedule. Uh, go do some random acts of kindness. Okay. I love random acts of kindness. Again, I said the giving thing, but even things like go to the post office and just go to the little machine, buy a book of stamps. If you feel like you have made enough money to do something like this and leave a book of stamps. I do it every time I go to the post office. I just leave it. I just leave it. Whatever. What's it cost? 10 bucks. That is going to make somebody's entire day, entire day. Okay. And then meditate. And then some of you just need to go. I'm just trying to give you some ideas. <laughs> meditate. And then, um, I don't know, go eat something that you really want. I know we're in a health and wellness company. Okay. But look, it is about progress, not perfection. Now I know I'm over here, 75 Harding. You can see from my face and my body, I'm not cheating. Okay. Like I look like Skeletor. I love it. Okay. I know. I know. Look how, look at these bones. Look at these bones. Okay. I understand. But like, I can't wait to like go have a freaking cupcake or something in a couple of like in like 20 days or however long it is. And then I'm going to go back to carnivore until I, until we hit legend. So if you want to see how small Jesse Lee can get, you just, you know, just keep on, keep on, keep it going. But I really feel like I'm going to do this. I feel like I'll be carnivore until uh i don't know about 75 hard until uh until legend but i think i will be carnivore until then that's right team tiny and tight erica remembers uh but what can i say i love how i feel it's great for my brain and i actually truly believe that my levels of stress are much much lower just as an fyi because of my discipline i think that for me being on a schedule and not having to think about food not having to think about uh what am i going to eat for my next meal not thinking about oh my gosh like am i going to have the pasta am i going to have the whatever i think that's also bringing my levels of stress down so i just want does it does, does everyone feel like a little bit oh i went way over sorry does anyone feel more relieved like does anybody feel like oh my gosh i know some ways to manage my stress right now awesome. That excites me. I want to know what your favorite ideas are. Yes, you can get the replay for sure. So I hope you guys love this episode on stress and how to manage it. And if you did, please make sure you go over to wherever you're listening to this and leave a five-star review, subscribe, and make sure that you tell a friend. I appreciate you so much. Put in your Instagram stories as well and tag me with your best takeaway. Today's reviewer of the show is B-Boy Frith. Four, four stars. That's not true. Five stars. Life. Jesse Lee, you give me life. You help me stay focused and positive, and honestly, you pour into me more than some of my very own leaders. You'll never know what you've done, not only to change my business life, but also my personal life as well. On my hard days, you give me hope and on my good days you light a fire in my belly like none other thank you so much oh what a good review hit my heart sister or brother i love it have a good one guys god bless you